What's up, we have a very special guest today, the one and only, the current world's strongest man, the dragon himself, Martins Lisi. <laughs> Thank you for joining me, my friend. How's things? I'm really happy. I'm good. Just uh, just sad that, you know, there's, of course, people suffering from uh, the, the, the pandemic and people losing their jobs. And that sucks. This year has been absolutely diabolical, hasn't it, for, for so many people? It's a surreal period in our lives. Man. I can't wrap my head around it. It's the whole world going through craziness yeah i see you've been you've been pretty busy with um you you were protesting at one point weren't you yeah i was i absolutely was it's great i think um the strongman community as a whole is a very sort of friendly friendly bunch of people we sort of accept you know everyone from from all walks of life and it's it's nice i i, I think it's a great thing about sport anyway you know we just all we all compete damn hard against each other when we're on the the battlefield, but afterwards we're all pretty good friends, and it's it's nice. This, this shit this shit hurts too much to have energy to be angry at each other. <laughs> Definitely, after after a competition, we we've got no energy to hate each other. Uh, no. So, what have you been up to? You know, obviously the, the the lockdown has kind of destroyed everyone's year. No one's competing. Have you been? You you guys been training in the training hall? I am so on a on a on a micro scale. For my life, I am so happy uh, with the lockdown. It's um, it's really helped me. By remark, it's really helped me rehab. Like every, uh, because those competitions, like being pushed into competition after competition after competition, it's taking a huge toll on my body. Yeah, and um, just to be able to pull back and just focus purely on rehab, light lifting. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I've said that to a few people. I mean, now we have such a busy schedule and the contests are so brutal. There's no let up in, in you know, you don't get an easy contest anymore. There's no. so much strength in depth in Strongman and the events are so brutally heavy that your body just takes a beating week after week. And this break, I actually feel, has been good for certain athletes because, you, like you say, you can recover from those injuries and now you can start to maybe slowly build up towards you know, hopefully defending your, your world's strongest man title. Absolutely. I think this has been the best thing that's happened for my body. I've, uh, it really made me realize that all the competitions I've been doing, it's unrealistically too much. It is, you know, I've I've made that mistake before of, of competing way too much and I suffered because of it. And you, you see a lot of the guys now, they have a few good years and then they start to decline because they do put their body through too much. But you've you've achieved the ultimate goal. Obviously, last year you became the world's strongest man. I want you to take yourself back to when you started because you, you were actually quite a lightweight competitor, weren't you? Uh, I was I used to weigh as much as a lightweight but I still competed against the big guys. Did you? That's a good attitude. Uh, really, I just wanted to be the strongest of the big. And, uh, I, I, I love this attitude because you get so many people online saying, oh, there's body weight classes and stuff like that. I did a video recently about smaller guys competing at World's Strongest Man. And people are, oh, they can compete in their own weight classes. But when you are into this sport as much as we are, it doesn't matter about who's the biggest and who's the strongest at the lightest body weight. You just want to be the best. You can get the weight. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter how much your body weighs. Just the weight of the stone that's been lifted. <laughs> You've lifted some heavy stones. My job. 
Yes, it is. The, do, you, do you kind of do you just write down your occupation, world's strongest man? Now, <laughs> never done it. Yeah, <laughs> you got to start doing it. I'm guilty. I've done it. <laughs> so take take me back to the beginning when you got in, involved in lifting. How how did it all start? Um, well, I was a couch potato, loved playing video games, totally out of shape. I was probably like nine years old, and um, my dad one day he he loved lifting. Like this tough, tough uh, Baltic guy, you know, of course from Latvia, and he was like, "Okay, so I've had enough. You can't watch this happen anymore." And he like dragged me into the gym. I freaking hated it. <laughs> and uh, but he like really pushed me to, to to stay with it. And he said, "Okay, you could try it for a year. If after you don't like it, don't do it. You can give this a go." So uh, I did it for a year. Lo and behold, I got addicted. Uh, I was, they, they only allowed. You know, 16 years and above in the gym that I went to, but uh, they made an exception for me. Um, so I was lifting in the gym at like nine, 10 years old. And by the time I was 13, I was already stronger than just about any adult in, uh, in my school, all the teachers, all the, you know, <laughs> I was stronger than all of them. And then I just started training people in my school and um, showing them how it's done. And, from just a, that young age, I thought, oh, you know what, I want to be, because I love bodybuilding, I love powerlifting, I love Olympic weightlifting, and I'd go to my farm, and that's where my grandfather was also a, was a farmer, and he was a stone sculptor. So he'd have all these stones laying around the farm. He'd show me how to lift them and move around to help them out. And then I saw on TV these guys basically doing farm work for competition. <laughs> Do that? And then I, I just set out to become a, a strongman. From, from a young age, I thought I want to become the world's strongest man. And I love, fell in love with strongman because it, it incorporates all of that stuff. How, you, you, you need a base in bodybuilding, powerlifting, and some kind of Olympic weightlifting to really be good at this sport. I love it because it combines all of it. Yeah, you've really got to be a great all-round athlete, haven't you? You, don't, you, you get some guys there, incredible bench pressers, but it doesn't mean they'll be a great strongman. I love that about strongman. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite event? Stones. I think, love. And it goes back, obviously, to your, your grandfather's farm. You were picking up stones. So how old were you then when you were lifting these, these stones in the farm? Around 10 years old. Okay, so really young. Yeah. I mean, they're stones, but yeah. Uh, it's the, you know, rocks are rocks. It's, it's primal. It's got that kind of, it takes us back to kind of the olden days, doesn't it? When you're, you're testing your manhood to, to, to be able to lift stones back in Scotland and Iceland and those type of countries. <laughs> Everything, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a deadlift. It's a, it's a then it becomes a squat, um, and eventually, it, 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 like if you have to put it up high enough on a platform, it's a press as well. Yeah, nothing goes on works. Okay. Those the, the stones that you guys did at the Arnold's this year that looked brutal. Like you had to do everything. Now I had uh, serious nerve issues during that competition. How's that now? Much finally, the last two weeks since I mean, my nerves have been fucked since. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah. Messed, say anything you like here. Yeah. <laughs> all right, it's been messed up since August. So um, I've been just been trying to do everything to rehab it, but my neck's been in so much pain. My my right lat has been shutting down in strength. My right tricep has been shutting down in strength. And by the time I got to Santa Monica, um, two weeks before that show. Only two weeks out from the show, two or three weeks out from the show, I hit the weight for one rep wow. for that, that contest. I was barely able to get it. It was like, like this. <laughs> and 
watch me doing the log press that's in Monica, you'll see that each rep goes up yeah. like this. Yeah. My right arm was just not keeping up. And by the time I got to uh, Ohio, I mean, it was getting better. But uh, I, I, had to do, I had to get a personal record on the dumbbell press with my left arm, my non-dumbbell arm, because the most I could do with my right arm was 240 pounds, which is 110 kilos, I believe. Yeah. Uh, normally, I could do the full weight with my right arm, but I just couldn't. So I had to really get my left arm strong enough. And I finally the dumbbell press weight in, in Ohio with my left arm. It's it's quite awkward doing it with your non-dominant arm as well, isn't it? For most people, I mean, you get a few guys that are that just can use both arms pretty well, but most of us favor that dominant arm. And I've almost got like a 20, 30 kilo difference between the, the, the two. Yeah. It's um, as much as like, it just feels completely wrong when I'm on my left arm. It's so true, yeah. <laughs> but you, you you finished, was it second at the Arnold's this year? Third. Third, yeah. okay. So it was, it, was a, it was a tough contest, you know. You get Thor coming in in great shape. Kilius uh, Koski, that guy, I know you've had some great battles with him, but he is an unbelievable opposition for you, I guess. You're both yeah. similar in age, but you pipped him at the, the, the major show. At the moment, do you reckon you can keep him keep him behind you? That's the plan. Uh, I'm feeling a lot better. My nerve is finally like 95, percent which is good enough. And by the time November comes around, I imagine I'll be back up to 100 percent with that nerve. So my pressing is going to be back up, probably better than ever. I'm aiming for better than ever. And my right hamstring has been an issue, but that's also getting better. So I'm going to do two more months of light. Uh, controlled work to get the, ham the right hamstring to be back to full, and then uh, hopefully I'll be stronger than ever by November. Well, I believe you will. You're a very, you're a very intelligent trainer, to be honest. I mean, I, I look at athletes. I, I quite like being able to sit back now and just analyze it and watch you guys. And you're an interesting one. You're very much like, um, say, someone like Adam Bishop. You really think about how to peak for a contest. You don't Absolutely. just, you don't just try and be strong 365 days a year. You try and make sure. On this day, you're going to be in your absolute best shape, and you, you, you're very, very good at it. And you obviously, you obviously think about how to structure your training and and put it all together to make sure you do bring your best to the shows. Is that a, a fair assessment? Absolutely fair assessment, especially because I, I, I've taken a lot from Old Haugen, my dad's training, and uh, this other coach. It's a legend. He unfortunately he passed away recently. Tom DeLong. It's a good friend of mine. And um, one of the things that Tom uh, said that resonates with me and uh, I've been doing my entire life is in training in general, it's important to learn the motion, then control the motion, then load it, and then explode it. So it's, 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 so you've got to go through that process before you start. Every competition, that's what I try to do. If, if, if there's something wrong with my technique, I'm going to learn how to fix it so it's you know, just right. Then I'm going to control it so that way I have equal strength throughout the entire range of the motion so there's no deficient angle in the motion. And then I'm going to load it, get heavier, and then I'm going to try to get faster. Yeah. And I followed that uh, methodology through all my contests. That's really smart. That's good. It's working extremely well because there's not many guys that train similar to yourself. You see, I mean, I watch some of the – let's take Kilius Koski as a good example. The guy, just freakish, freakishly talented man. Yeah, he's 
he, he's more old fashioned, old school type of training. I guess you know Rocky Balboa out in the um, in <laughs> the <laughs> Russia training in the snow, that kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas. A little furnace this big to keep them warm. <laughs> little, little wood pellets inside there, <laughs> huddle around it to stay warm. <laughs> he is. He, he, I mean, I, I, I guess I'll ask you a question now. I was going to save it to a bit later, but because we've sort of gone off topic a bit, give me a couple of names that are, that you feel are your biggest opposition right now. Because obviously you're, you're the current champ. There's obviously we know like Thor and and, and Brian, but is there a couple of names that you particularly think are, are your main opposition or anyone that you think is coming through that you've seen? Because it's, it's weird. I mean, when I was competing, I didn't really look behind me. You just sort of focus on who's ahead and what you need to do. But we've got a lot of good youngsters coming through right now. Novakov is a potential uh, contender, but he, he, it's, it's interesting. When he's at his best, he's scary. But when he's hurt, he drops way down. Yeah. That's kind of what I've been seeing lately. He's been hurting. That's pulled him way back. There's Trey Mitchell, Charles Mitchell. He's um, improving quickly. He, if he is focused, yeah. I think he could be a world's strongest man contender. The thing is, I feel like he, he's, he's so tame. Uh, he doesn't run his fastest when he could run so much faster. Like I've seen him in bed. He's kind of slowly jogging back to the way. All it would take is him speeding up a little bit, and he would win that medley. Yeah. So that's a focus thing. I think he can really be up there. And then there's a, a couple of UK guys. I don't remember the names of them. <laughs> we we got we got a few good youngsters over here right now. Notice that there's some monsters coming up. Oh, we got my eyes on you guys. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to keep you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, there there really is some good guys. I mean, there's there's. Uh, you'll you'll find this. There's guys that just turn up from nowhere. <laughs> you know, you'll you'll find some Russian guy will turn up one year, and you've never heard of him, but they're damn yeah. strong and they're ready to compete. That's so, well, Tom, uh, um, he's gotten so much stronger within the last year. That that's scary as hell. And he's got that those freakish genetics. He's got that height, the wingspan, you know. And now he's really started to slap some muscle onto his body. He's getting swimmer. strong. He took a swimmer and expanded him by three. Yeah, he's he's getting bigger and bigger and stronger, and his confidence is growing all the time. I think um, he, he and um, Luke Richardson, another guy you might not know That's too much about. Yes. He's yep. exceptionally strong. They're, they're probably the two guys we look at right now in the UK as our, our hope to, to challenge for the, the top spot of World's Strongest Man in the next few years. Fair assessment. Luke, that's, that's the one I was thinking. So th- those guys are going to keep you on your toes. You've got to keep working hard to keep them, uh, keep them behind you. Oh, I love it. I love it. Bring it on. It's good. Well, t- take me back to your first Strongman contest. We went off tangent a little bit, but I want to, I want to know about small Martins back when... Cause, yeah, years old this was in uh new hampshire um i was living in massachusetts at the time did you say you were 15 uh, i was 18 18 sorry 18 uh this is new hampshire which is right next to massachusetts uh drove up i had no experience i just wanted to compete i wanted to find some guys and i've been lifting i was strong i have never touched these implements other than stones and um i i got ended up getting second in my first like little local, like it was it was like a fair, um, Oktoberfest. I remember. I, I ended up taking second. I was very very happy with that. 
Uh, after that, I drove out to California to start a new life because I love palm trees, the beach, the ladies out here. And of course, Owen Haugen is out here and I wanted to get involved with the community, strongman community out here. Then I uh, competed in California Strongest Man. That was my first competition out in California. I think I was 20 years old or, or 21. And I ended up placing sixth in California Strongest Man. That was kind of like a light bulb in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm meant for this. I could do I can this. I do this. Yeah. I think we all, we all have that kind of moment, don't we? We're sort of like, okay, I'm okay at this. And then you start believing I can be really good at this. And I'm going to yeah. start concentrating a bit harder. It's like, and, and the, it kept rising like that. Yeah. yeah. So when, when, when did you get to world? I remember, I remember your first world. Was it one in Botswana? Uh, yeah, that was my first world. The first time in Botswana, wasn't it? I saw you. I was totally starstruck. <laughs> you? I won Europe. <laughs> that that yeah. seems like a lifetime ago now. <laughs> it's, um, it was good. But no, I, I remember seeing you um, in Botswana and thinking, you just had a, a confidence about you, to be fair. A lot of first-timer guys, they're sort of, they go into their shell and they're, they're worried. You, you, you definitely had that aura about you that you, you, you believed you belonged there. That is so interesting. You're right. I never really thought about it that way. I guess well, I was so excited. I was like, I've completed one of my big life goals. If I make it the world's. I mean, I want to be the world's strongest man, but if I make it to the world's, that's at least that that's done. Yeah, and uh, being there was like life. You, you, you made the final as well, didn't you? Sixth place. Sixth place in your first world strongest man. That's that shows how talented you were. <laughs> Not many people can say they've done that. Oh man, it was yeah, that was surreal. And then it got more surreal. <laughs> Well, you're, you're a very interesting character. You're completely different to most of the, the top strength athletes. I mean, you, you, you often just go traveling around, don't you? You're sort of, you're like a, the, the world's biggest like student gap year. It's like you're on your, your gap year from, from university or something. Yeah. It's traveling around the world, but also training hard to uh, doing this side job, if you like, of being the world's strongest man. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I definitely want to see the world and connect with as many people as possible. One of my biggest goals at this point is to help grow the sport. Yeah, I think um, it's it's great. So there's a lot of us now that the, we're really passionate about making the sport get bigger and better because, I mean, you know, it's better now than it was. But when I started, there was nothing. There was no, there was no money involved. There was no crowds. And... To, to see where it's getting to now and you know guys like yourself brian eddie thor that have got like you know getting bigger and bigger followings the stoltman brothers are kind of you know getting in there now it's really good to see and we've just got to keep pushing it yeah i love that freaking awesome time to be in this sport it is i just i hope that this year doesn't you know slow us down and that if anything this helps this helps us in some way i don't know how but really hoping that next year looks better than ever. I hope so. I think there's, there's got to be good things that come from this. And, you know, like you said, you, you're feeling fresh. So from a personal point of view, you can get yourself back into your best shape. I know you've probably got a few more battles you want to have with, with Hafthor. Um, obviously, he's got his boxing match coming up, so he's not going to be competing at Worlds. How do you feel about that? It breaks my heart. Uh, of course, uh, if, you, if you're getting paid, if he's getting paid for uh, 
punching a dude in the face. And, yeah, take that money. Yes. I get it. I get it. I'm sad about it because I, I want to compete against Thor. Um, I won't feel as complete if I win when Thor's not there. Yeah. Do you, do you think he'll come back to Strongman afterwards? I hope so. I really, uh, I truly have no way to tell because this kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I never thought that he would not be competing in Worlds this year. And here we are. So I, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it is sad. I mean, I, I, like you say, fair play to the two guys. If if we were getting paid that kind of money, you know, they've both got children. It's providing for their family and, and, and that security. So I think from a, a friend's point of view, I totally get it. But from a fan's point of view, it's it's sad to to lose someone like that from, from such a big show and to see him competing against yourself and Kiliuskowski and the Stoltmans and, you know, having that battle that we all want to see. But my, my hope, my hope that if the world sees these two monsters, Eddie and Thor, go at it, like it, it'll help uh, grow our sport. I really hope that. I mean, that who's ever seen a fight like this? This is a one of a kind. It's. I, I, I'm. I'm excited for the build up to it. I really am. I think the build up to it is going to be great, and and like you say, I, I just hope it, it 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 brings fans to the sport. I, I hope they make us proud. That's yeah. the thing. If they have this boxing match, they better be in good shape and make us proud and look good. If you they're out slugging it, huffing and puffing, and <laughs> just pass out three minutes in, oh, that won't look good. If if, if Thor could have passes out after three minutes, are you going to ring him up and, and, and take the mick out of him? Oh, man, I'm going to have to. <laughs> Got to make us look good out there. Definitely. Well, most most strongmen have a quite. I mean, did did you do any other sports? Or was it was always just lifting. Uh, I loved wrestling. Um, did when I was really young. I did taekwondo. I did all sorts of sports when I was really young. But in my high school years, it was wrestling and American football. Cool. Were you good at American football? I was. I only, I only played one year in high school. Uh, I was a freshman, and I was the only freshman on varsity, which is you know the. Uh, the upper levels of the team. Yeah. Uh, so I was good, but then I didn't want to do it anymore because uh, it was just a, that kind of a bad attitude team. Everyone's kind of okay. bullied. I, I didn't want to be around that energy. So then I put all my focus on wrestling and lifting. Yeah. You've done, um, you know, I mean, you, 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 were you the world mass wrestling champion? Oh, that's right. I did that too. I yeah. You're just forgetting about world champ. This is how talented this man is. He wins world championships. He forgets about them. <laughs> I hope you don't forget your world's strongest man win. That's funny. <laughs> like that, that was a hobby. <laughs> just a hobby. I just became world champion. You know, nothing. nothing. Moss wrestling is a beautiful sport. I'd like to try it. I've never, ever tried it. Very fun. Because you could... If there's someone uh, stronger or bigger than you, you could still outwit them, outmaneuver them. There's op op options that you can take. That's cool. I, I, I don't know anything about it, but I'm guessing having a strong grip and strong back would help. It's huge. I mean, number one, I think, is being having a strong deadlift and a strong grip. Yeah, that's yeah. not enough. Like, like I said, it, it's also about it's leverage. Tactical. Very. Yeah. You could because if 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 you imagine that you're doing a deadlift, but someone steps you to the side. It, and you're used to doing a deadlift straight on until you're twisted to the side. You're gonna, your strength is going to shut down immediately. 
That's what the little guys tend to do. <laughs> sidestep you really quickly. And so they're like, whoa, I'm in a weird position. All, all functions shut down because you're, you're bought, you've been trained to do a deadlift in a certain way for so long that some, you know, slight variation in your strength gone. Yeah, I guess with 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 strongman powerlifting, those type of movements, weightlifting, you work in one plane, don't you? Whereas when you're fighting, you've got to react to, to different things, and the, yeah. the mass wrestling is is the same. You've got that person con- having some control over what your next move is. Exactly, and that's I think it helped my strongman too, because it got me used to being in such awkward positions from left to right that. Um, lifting stones or doing medleys, I was much more comfortable being slightly off in my yeah. pull. No, that makes total sense. And it, it, it translates well to strongman because powerlifting and weightlifting, it's very much linear movements, whereas strongman, we are moving you know, in many directions. You're twisting to pick up sacks or stones and you're walking, your hips are coming out of position. It's not as safe i guess as, as some of the other i mean they're all dangerous but strongman probably rates as the highest in terms of most dangerous lifting sports i think so now i would like to note to anybody watching this that uh so i think strongman is a great way to get strong and fit it's only the upper levels where it's really dangerous in terms of injury i think strongman training in general for health and strength I wanted, I wanted to see that grow to, to be in more gyms for even old, older people to utilize our training methods to get strong, just that much lighter weight so you don't get hurt. Yeah, well, you see so many gyms now with just loadable equipment, don't you? Just And, and yeah. you can strip it right down to uh, sometimes you see logs as light as 25 pounds, and they're, they're great training tools for cardio, conditioning. People, whether they're middle-aged women wanting to get in shape, athletes from different sports utilizing kind of tire flips prowlers all these things that we do at a, a bigger scale but they're, they're great training tools and they make they make training fun that's my dream just to make it accessible to everybody when i first started training the lightest log available was 210 pounds <laughs> that's what i had to start with my warm-ups with uh, now I, we get those 25 35 pound logs that anybody could really lift yeah, I, I remember I went to a training yard when I first started out, and they had a yoke, and it weighed seven hundred pounds, and you couldn't make it any lighter. Yes, I remember Odd Haugen's farmers. He had those big. Um, I forgot what they used to be used in in the company. Yeah, anvils or they're like big cylinders. They're silver. I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them. Uh, they're two hundred sixty pounds empty. That's what <laughs> the farmers we warmed up. Oh, they're awkward. They just smash against your legs and long and just impossible control of the worst farmers I've ever used. Uh, and Ode was notorious for putting heavy contests on, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. I, I think we've got him to blame for, for this, the weights in contests going up so much. I remember must've been 2006, 2007, 2008 kind of time, he was putting on some Super Series shows at the time, and, and they were always way heavier than World's Strongest Man. That's right. Yeah, they, they truly are brutal. <laughs> you've, done, you've done a few of his shows, I guess. I won my pro card in one of his shows, actually, and, and this is an interesting story. You see, uh, when I got to California, um, I wanted to compete. Um, I didn't know any strongman. I didn't know who to train with. So I just looked up on the internet 
a competition in strongman and they look, you know, somewhere in Los Angeles area. The one I found was the LA Fitness Expo. That's right. The number, uh, all picked up. I did not know it was on. I just said, hey, I want to compete in your competition. And he asked, asked me about how strong I am. I told him about my strengths. He said, oh, okay, you're strong, but not quite strong enough. I'm like, well, I don't really care if I win or lose. I just want to meet people, network, so I can find somebody to train with. Yeah. Oh, why don't you just say so? Come by my garage and we'll train. So he sent me the address. I uh, went by his place and the garage door opens. It's Old Haugen and I'm just starstruck. I'm like, holy shit, this is my hero. And then we got to training. Uh, one year into training, I asked, like, hey, oh, could I compete in that competition now? He's like, oh, no, you're not quite ready yet. <laughs> Two years later, oh, could I compete in your competition? It's one third in California, strongest man. I think I'm ready. Oh, you're not quite strong. <laughs> Three freaking years into training with this dude. He's like, okay, I think you can compete now. And finally, I compete in that ridiculously heavy LA uh, Fitness Expo show, and I win it. And I get my pro card. And I got my invite to Giant Slide license. Amazing. That's a good story. That is good. <laughs> I love that he didn't let you compete. That's oh, just... Son of a bitch. Like three years. Three years. <laughs> but he made sure you were ready when you did compete. He so did, yeah. maybe, maybe he was looking out for you. It was a blessing. I was, I was a young, cocky, arrogant little guy just wanting to get in there. But uh, he made me wait, and it was worth it. Ode, Ode's a real – he's a real great character, really interesting guy. He's been so good in so many sports as well himself. He's, yeah, he's incredible. And, of course, he's a legend in the sport because in his 50s, in his mid-50s, he, like, plays sixth in the world level. So that, that's amazing. It's, and he's still lifting big weights even now, isn't he? Yeah, like, I've seen him squatting uh, up to 200 kilograms. Uh, he's – He's up there. He's how old is he now? Seventy. Wow. <laughs> he's still. You know, he's, I know his grip's always been phenomenal as well. He's he's a strong man. Yeah, he is incredible. Has, has having someone you know like like him around you really helped your career? Do you think? Yes. Yes. Be, being around Odd, I think has allowed has gotten me to where I am ultimately. He looks all of looks, the strong movements, like little. Uh, little tricks and tips here and there. Uh, every event I've ever uh, trained for in Worlds, he's given me tips on and strategy for. He's been paramount to make me have been successful. It must have been nice to have him. You had him and your mum uh, um, Worlds with you last year, didn't you? And my dad. And it, and was dad. it was Father's Day that I won the World's Strongest Man. Really? Dad, that was, that was just unreal. That's amazing. That must have been a, a good feeling. Yeah, that was an amazing feeling. The timing is just the coincidence of that. It's unreal. It, it seems like you've got a really good, close team around you that, that kind of, you know, you all work well together. Yeah, you know, I really do. I'm so lucky with the people that I have. Uh, Romark has been a huge help. Uh, he pushed me to doing this YouTube series. Uh, I was reluctant in the beginning because it just seemed like a hassle, but he, he really put in the work and made it happen. So much has come from that. Um, just uh, game show opportunities, uh, flying around the world, sponsorships. And now we're uh, going to be putting together a gym here in Santa Monica. Fantastic. We've got a bunch of equipment. We're just going to fill up the garage space right here. 
with all this rogue equipment, just do mostly just training for ourselves here. And then if some you know, interest catches on, we'll try to open up a bigger space. Awesome. You're keeping busy then. Yes. And then on the weekend, we're still going to the training hall because I want to still help support where we come from. So you're no longer sweeping the floor at the training hall? Well, no, no, no. So you, you had to, you had to become the world's strongest man to to, to get past that. that that's the I, I I went through like multiple finals. It's only when I won worlds that I was finally re- finally relieved of that duty. That's and when you know old. What they said? Well, could you still make it once a month? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's keeping you grounded. I love it. <laughs> no, it's, you, you're doing really fantastic, and you're doing great things for the sport as well. I mean, your, your channel's awesome. I love watching your videos. You're, you're a very entertaining guy, so you know you've done a, a brilliant job. I wanted to ask you while, while we've got you. Um, you've obviously you've, you've won World's Strongest Man. So, what's the next goal? Like, do you have an ultimate goal? Do you sort of look at Marius Pujanovsky's like five titles. Have you got uh, have you got those like big aspirations to be one of the the greatest ever, or is just winning one worlds enough? I want to be one of the greatest for, uh, ever. I don't really care too much about five titles. Uh, I want at least one more. Yeah, I, there, there's some of the ring to multiple time world strongest man in my head. So I want one more title. I want to win the Arnold, and I would love to win Dubai as well. So I want the three yeah. big shows. Yeah. It's great that we have three big shows these days. I mean, the Arnolds came along, and then the guys at Wuss started putting some money into it and bringing you know big shows. It, the sport's getting bigger; it really is. Really awesome. And um, I also want to get some more world records. I want to beat the stone record, and I want to beat a log record. Those, are, I think, those two are the staples of strongman. And I'll be damned if I don't gun for at least one of those. Do you reckon you can keep up with Tom on the stones? Oh, he looks good, but uh, I've been pretty good myself. You have. You're you're an exceptional stone lifter. I mean, I, I, I look at you as a great athlete. Like I said before, I think you're smart, and I, I think you will make sure you're quick with whatever the set of stones are. So, like, you, I, 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 that was always my philosophy when I was competing. I was like, it doesn't matter if I can't do a 300 kilo stone, for instance. I just need to be able to do this set of stones as fast as possible. Same with the yoke. If it was a 400 kilo yoke in a comp, I'd make sure I was fast with that. It doesn't matter that you can't do 600. It was about being as good in, in the whole contest. But now guys are looking at records a lot more. So you're, you're, you're keen on breaking the records as well. Yeah, because I, I think that's one of those things that make, puts you up there with the grace. Yeah. And it's interesting that you bring up like the speed in stones because one thing I've noticed is... Um, you could lose one or two seconds in, in a lift of the actual stone, but a lot of guys lose several seconds in transitioning from stone to stone. So one thing I practice is actually my steps and my body positioning, where I, I will practice like lifting a stone and immediately just like be very precise with taking maximum two steps to get to that next stone. And the moment my foot hits the ground by that next stone, my hands on it. So I, I really try to practice that transition because. You could, even if you're slower at the lifts, you could save a lot of time with just that transition between implements. I think that's what really nailed it at Worlds uh, this last year. Definitely, because you, you're not one of the biggest guys by any means. You know, you're, you're, you're not a small man, but you're not a giant. But you, you, you've really thought about every little area. And I, I, I really 
respect that about you. And it's something I, I always look for when I'm looking at athletes. I always respected Derek Poundstone because he looked like he really had, had a, a game plan with his contest. Even like when he did the dumbbell, he'd always put it down in the same position. He wasn't just dropping it. He, he'd think about everything. And, and you seem very similar to that. Love that. Yeah. I, I really respect um, athletes like that. Yeah. It's, even in fighting and stuff like that, I've always just kind of, I, I like that intelligent side of, of, of competition. It's, it's, it's not always about just being the biggest brute. You, you, you know, if you, you might find people can squat more than you for one rep, but when you were training for the squat of World's Strongest Man, you prepared yourself well and you went and won that event. I've literally never tested my one rep max as well. Do you know what? Neither have I. <laughs> it's, it's, I've always well in strongman we never do squat for max exactly yeah I, I've never ever I've competed probably over 250 times I've never had to do a squat for max in a strongman contest that's right <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of high rep squats as I know you are and I think yeah. for strongman they're very beneficial because you generate you, you develop that endurance in the legs that you need for a full day's contest whereas in powerlifting there's no point in doing a, a 20 rep squat because you're never going to have to do it for, for, for one rep max. So true. Yep. It's just, um, it's just thinking about the sport that, you, that you're in, I think, sometimes is important. you got to, yeah. I've even gone so far as um, thinking about front squats uh, as being an aid to like stone lifting. So like, I'll, I'll, some days I would mix front squats and stones in one day. I figured I don't need to get super heavy in front squats. If I could be very efficient, in fact, it was just 500 pounds. That's the most I'll ever need. So if I have a good work capacity with a 500-pound front squat, it doesn't matter what how heavy the stone series is, all the stones could be 500 pounds. If I could do many reps with a 500-pound front squat, I could do all the stones. That, that's kind of how I've thought about those kind of things. So yeah, it's absolutely never push too much weight on the squats unless I really need to get ready for a contest that has a heavy squat. Yeah, it's you know maybe maybe back when the Arnold's was exceptionally heavy and they were doing those heavy yokes, you might want that extra leg power. But there's not many contests where you need to be squatting, you know, over 800 pounds. Yeah, that's right. It's it's like you say. There's there's a lot more the the endurance side of it is more. But this deadlift's a bit different because there's always a deadlift for max in strongman. But especially think yeah. Eddie does. Do you fancy Do you fancy the deadlift record? Uh, I do fancy it. Um, I I want to get my deadlift up there, but uh, to me, it's not a staple of strongman. It, it's a great lift, uh, but it doesn't compare to a stone or a log in my mind. There just simply aren't any barbells in nature. Nature. Well, that's true. So you, you want the log record and the stone record. I think those are the two strongman records that matter. What's the heaviest stone you've lifted? Um, let's see. I did a, I did a 510-pound stone of steel. That was several years ago. And not with, without tacky. It was just the tacky towels. It was over 56 inches, so higher than the, what's required for the record. And uh, I haven't tried heavy other than... I tried against Brian. I tried the world record stone, but that was with a totally shut off right arm. So I was going through nerve damage. I mean, that was during the competition where I couldn't even lift my arm at this point because my nerve was just fucked. That was yeah. a few years ago. 
but uh, in a, with a healthy body, I have not touched a heavy stone since then. Um, okay. It'll be because I don't still have access to one. The heaviest stone yes. I have to work. Yeah, there's that. That's the. I guess that's the issue with the stones. Is where do you find the the, the really heavy ones? Yeah, I, I was um I was talking to someone else, and I was saying I'd love to see Thor, Brian, and Tom go head to head on the stones. But thinking about it, I'd like to see yourself and and um, Kiliaskowski in that kind of battle as well. Just to the, the the five of you going for either a really heavy stone for reps or. Let's see how much can be done on the stones. Is is seven hundred pounds possible? Gosh, <laughs> do you reckon that's possible? Because that's the kind of numbers Tom's talking about. Um, I think Tom's a little closer to his peak than uh, people realize. Uh, I mean, maybe even within a few years. Yeah, it's possible. I'm not going to say it's impossible. It's totally possible, and I think Tom can do it. He's not there now. I mean, I saw his stone lift. It was. A lot of people say it's easy. But it was slowing down. You could see it was, I mean, for the weight of the stone, I, I thought it was impressive. I, I, you know, I thought it was an exceptional lift. But I understand how much 10 kilos makes a difference. Exactly. And, and like, I, that slowdown, I mean, from, from an inexperienced eye, that could look like, oh, that was easy. But, because that slowdown was so subtle. But it's there. Yeah. And add 10 kilos to that, and with a 600-pound stone, it, it's hard to grind a, such a heavy way i think but who knows i don't know i could be wrong completely i'm not it's, gonna say i know everything tom might be i, I think so, look, i i've i've been in the past of sort of questioned whether people were capable of some of the things that they've said and people have proved me wrong uh, and now i i don't put limits you know these, these guys are just getting better and better i've seen how much the sport has progressed in my time during it so i think it's a great debate but i'm quite happy to just sit back and watch you guys battle it out now bring it on i'm excited i want to get that record i'm coming for tom i'm gonna tell him i'm telling him that martins is coming for him him. okay we'll just keep it quiet between us shall we (laughs) no brilliant so next for you is world's strongest man uh, hopefully, in, uh, have they confirmed it yet? You know, have you been like officially invited? Or that's a good question. Um, you know, I need to check my emails. Okay, because obviously that's the issue we've all got this year with the the COVID situation. Is until we know exactly what's happening, it's hard to then sort your training to, to peak, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't. That's the thing with with what's happening in the world. I think it's just impossible to tell to really tell what's going to happen by November. I would imagine because everything's opening up and I think everyone's saying, fuck it, it doesn't matter. At this point, we got to live our lives regardless of the danger. I imagine we'll at least have a world's strongest man, but maybe no audience will be allowed there. World's strongest man is easier to do behind closed doors anyway. I think so. I think, yeah. The world's strongest man is very much a TV show. So, I think it, uh, I've done plenty of World's Strongest Man where there's about 20 people watching. <laughs> Whereas, the, I mean, you, you've, you've been over here for the, the arena shows. That's, uh, that's an issue. Favorite. They're the you best, guys, aren't they? It's one of the best shows, period. You guys absolutely. Well, that is Darren, Darren and Colin run the shows. He's got a very good team. But it's, what makes it is that I think the British fans are amazing. I want to see that in the rest of the world. What you guys are doing should absolutely be done elsewhere too. It's just 
It's awesome. Hopefully, it's so- we'll hopefully we'll see it grow and grow. I mean, have you have you noticed the sport growing in the states? Uh, yeah, it's definitely growing in the states. Yeah, do you get recognized quite a bit now over there? I do. Uh, yeah, almost any day I go out on the beach, I'll hear more. <laughs> Excellent. That's that's good to hear because I I know guys in the past that have won world's strongest man and no one knows who they are. So to see the the way the sport's grown, it's it's good. And I know the U.S. being such a big country, and obviously you've got like American football, you've got basketball. You know, there's there's big sports that take precedence. But it's good to see strongman starting to sort of chip away, and and you guys are getting that that recognition now. It's awesome. We have a long way to go, but it's it's happening. Yeah. Well, it's guys like yourself, you know, Thor, Eddie. All of you guys have really raised the level of the sport, and I've been I've enjoyed being able to compete against you. We've had a, you know a couple of good battles, and just seeing the way you progressed, it's been fantastic. And I'm going to enjoy watching you battle against you know these guys for hopefully many more years to come. Thank you, Oz. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you for coming on, Martins. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you. I will hopefully at some point come over. Train in your gym. We'll do some. I might be able to push you on grip for now. That'll be about it. You kind of. I'm stepping back from competing now, but I still love a bit of grip training. I, I doubt those legs have gotten slow, Lars. I'm not fooled. <laughs> I don't know. I'll come over and show you how to do some yoke and farmers. I do that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're pretty. You're pretty damn good, mate. You're doing. You're doing absolutely incredible. Anyway, still gotta catch Look up. Look after yourself. Stay safe, and I'll speak to you guys soon.